Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless as he talks to successful real estate professionals and asks them to share their best advice ever. From deal syndicators to wholesalers, flippers, property managers, pest inspectors, and everyone in between. It's the best ever advice and none of the fluff. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, The Door Devil. Homeowners spend hundreds on alarm systems each year, but rarely reinforce the weakest point on the home, the doors. Bad guys know this, and that's why kick-ins are so common. Simply adding door devils virtually eliminates the home security gap. Sleep better tonight. Reinforce your doors. Visit doordevil.com and enter best ever to get an exclusive 20% discount on your purchase. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Nick Flewellen. Hi, Nick. Hey, Joe. How are you? Doing well. Nick is – a little bit about Nick before he gets into his background. He's the Senior Director at Marcus & Millichap in Dallas. He's focused on buying and selling multifamily properties. He's successfully done – 204, probably more than 204 transactions, um, totaling uh, over $790 million in value. Uh, He's been uh, ranked as a top producer in his Dallas office, and he's been recognized by D Magazine as a power broker. So really, really uh, excited and um, fortunate to have Nick on the show today. Um, so, Nick, can you tell the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on right now? Yeah, I mean, my my primary business is brokering, you know, multifamily transactions, and so uh, you know, we do a lot of Class B and Class C assets, primarily in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Though we we do occasionally go to uh, some of the other markets and uh, major markets and secondary markets in Texas. And then, you know, I've been fortunate to to invest uh, with some clients of mine as well, and so I've done a handful of deals as as a uh, principal. And so, uh, again, all multifamily deals. How do you determine if you're going to invest with a client of yours? Um, you know, I mean, it's it, it, there's no, uh, you know, it's it, I've got a couple of of clients who I've done deals with, and it's it's not something that I'm actively necessarily looking to do. It's just kind of presented itself as an option and uh you know I've got a couple of clients who I know well and whose interests are really aligned with mine they they like the same type of deals they have the same way of thinking and and so uh it's it's just worked out well but uh but you know in general I mean my my primary focus is really on you know helping my clients find deals that they like and uh, uh you know giving them an opportunity to, to kind of achieve what their investment goals are you started at Marcus Millichap in 2004, and we're in 2014, so 10 years later. How have you seen the environment shift um, based on you know your experience in multifamily? Well, you know, it's it's been an interesting uh, last couple of years because you know I started when the market was very very hot and got to enjoy that for a few years, and then. Uh, then we kind of had a recession and a downturn, and and things changed pretty dramatically. Uh, and now, you know, I guess you stick around long enough, you're going to go through multiple cycles. And uh, now, 
you know, we've, we've seen another run up and, uh, and the market's even hotter now than it was, uh, you know, in 04 and 05, 06. And, and so, uh, you know, I think, I think one of the, the primary differences is I think the fundamentals in our market now in the Dallas Fort Worth area are, are stronger than they ever have been. And, uh, you know, I think when you look back 10 years or, or 10 years ago, when I was looking ahead 10 years, uh, it's hard to really fully get your mind around inflation. You know, when you're starting in a business that's so driven uh, by numbers and, and revenue and, and NOI. And I think what we've seen, if, if you went back and looked at the same properties now, uh, is, is in, in their performance now relative to what it was in, in 20, uh, you know, 2004, rather, um, the, the rents are considerably higher and, and values are considerably higher in this, uh, in this upturn. So that, that's probably been the biggest difference. The fundamentals are better. Values have certainly escalated. Um, and debt's probably a little better this time around than it was in the last market that, that we experienced. It was similar to this. So, you know, overall, it's a, it's a great time to own multifamily. It's a great time to be buying multifamily. Um, competition's probably a little bit greater, but uh, if you're able to, to win these deals, I think most people are pretty uh, happy with what they have ended up with. How do you win a deal and not pay too much for it in this environment, specifically in the Dallas-Fort Worth area? Well, I think that's a great question. There, there's probably not an easy answer to that in the sense that you know most people, uh, when they're awarded a deal, you know they probably say, "Oh my gosh, I, I, I got the deal. I, m- I must be paying too much. You know, I, I can't believe y'all chose me. I must be the high bidder." Uh, you know, <laughs> most of the time you are the high bidder when you you win a deal. Uh, there are occasions to where, uh, you know, the terms dictate who uh, who's selected. And, and, you know, by that, I mean, you know, some people are, have the ability to close a deal without financing and uh, can move more quickly. And some people will shorten their inspection period. And then certainly uh, the most common thing that we're seeing right now for people who really want to win deals is they're willing to go non-refundable with their earnest money day one, meaning it's absolutely not contingent upon anything that they're going to find, you know, from the, sign, the second they sign the contract they don't buy the deal, they're going to lose that earnest money. So that that's probably uh, another key difference between now versus, uh, you know, the last uh, peak in the, in the, the previous cycle, uh, you, you know, that the terms are more aggressive and there's a lot more of that non-refundable earnest money. So uh, I, I think just presenting yourself in a manner that the seller kind of knows who they're dealing with. They see that you've done your due, due diligence, uh, you know, to, to a large degree, on the front end of the deal and uh, you've got your ducks in a row. I think that that's the, that's the kind of buyer that, that sellers want to work with. And so to the extent that you can uh, present uh, all the, the work and, and effort and energy you've expended before the sellers made a decision, I, I think that really greatly impacts uh, who the seller is going to choose uh, more times than not. You mentioned three really interesting ways of how to, stand out, make your offer stand out. One, uh, shortening the due diligence period, two, paying cash, and three, having a non-refundable earnest money. Um, With the shortened due diligence period, what are you finding is the typical due diligence period, and what are you finding would be of interest to a seller 
for a short, shortened period of time that stands out? Yeah, I think historically, you know, 30-day due diligence period and then a 30-day finance contingency after that are, have just kind of been the, the typical rules of thumb. I think when you moving forward, you know, in the market now with with how things have trended, that number's kind of come down to 21, you know, in many cases. Um, and 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 now on a really competitive deal, it's not unusual for us to see it be at 14 days or 10 days. You know, I think the 30-day due diligence period is just one of those things that people have just always offered and done because that's what the norm was, but I think if you really are hungry and want a deal, there, there's there's really not 30 days worth of work that needs to be done. I mean, you can go in and walk every unit in a matter of two days max, and you can go in and do a lease audit in you know, half a day max. So, uh, you know, certainly there might be things you find that you want a contractor to come look at, and, you know, you might want to have a roof guy out and a foundation guy out, and, you know, you might have some kind of, uh, specialists come out depending on what you find in your due diligence. But I think in general, uh, most of the due diligence can be done. If you're ready to roll, I, I think you can get it done you know, in a much quicker and shorter time frame. So Nick, based on your experience in multifamily, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Oh, wow. That's uh you know, that's, that's, you know, I, I think so often people look at deals and they say, I'm going to, I'm going to pass on this one. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see if I can find this. Uh, uh, I'm going to see if I can find a better deal. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pass. I'm going to look at this next deal. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. I, I think so often, you know, if you can get in there and get your, uh, you don't have to look for a home run or grand slam every time. I mean, you know, a double in this industry is better than, uh, a home run and in you know most alternative investments and so I, I think the biggest uh, mistake people can make is just uh, you know analysis paralysis and and not moving forward with a deal because they uh, they just think there might be something better uh, when when in reality you know we've we've had you know as an example we had a client that bought a deal you know last March that you know was not a very competitive deal and uh, they they bought the deal thinking hey this is just a nice good steady cash flow deal. Well, what happened, you know, as the market continued to get better and they got a good manager in there is that they, uh, you know, they ended up uh, increasing the revenue from, you know, upper 80 thousands a month uh, on up to, uh, you know, last month, I believe they collected about 108,000. Wow. Uh, so, so they've got a 20,000 a month difference in revenue. And, and then they also saw some ability to do some water conservation. So they had a, a pretty significant bump, uh, you know, I mean, I think they took it from 140 down to about 75,000. So when you factor those two things into the mix, you know they were able to increase the NOI by almost $300,000 on a deal that most people, uh, you know, looked at and just didn't really see much opportunity there. So I, I think, uh, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with getting a deal that you can make a, a good solid 10 or 12% cash on cash return and and really focus on operating efficiently. And, and I would just in, encourage people to get in there. If you're if you're looking to do your first deal, I'd say get in there and 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 do a deal. You don't need to do you know a deal for the sake of doing a deal, but I would be I, I would just be cautious not to continue to turn deals down because you you feel like uh, there's something better out there. Because in, in many times, uh, you know, uh, you, you can get in and improve uh, most deals if if you're really 
focus on the operations and have the right team in place. And uh, the, the first deal is the hardest, but after that, you know, you start getting a track record and brokers, you know, when you own something, you know, you start popping up on other brokers radar and, and all of a sudden you start seeing a lot more deals, you know, because now you're in the market and you're in the mix and you've shown the capability of, of getting a deal to the finish line. Uh, that once you have that a track record and you, once you have a deal on there, it's, it's never going to be taken off of there. So, uh, you know, just get that deal done and, uh, and get on the radar of, of brokers. And I think, uh, I think you'll start seeing a lot more opportunities. With that case study example you mentioned, what's the cap rate for the area and over what period of time did that happen? Um, you know, so that, that deal was, uh, you know, I brokered that deal and, and it closed in March of, of 2013, uh, C deal built in the early 1970s. Um, and, you know, I think it was bought at the time at probably, uh, maybe an eight and eight and three quarter cap rate somewhere in that range. And, uh, you know, it'll probably sell at a, because the market's improved and, and gotten hot. Uh, it'll probably sell at, uh, you know, uh, I would say, uh, probably somewhere close to an eight cap, but the difference is it's going to sell at an eight cap with an NOI that's $300,000 higher. So, oh, yeah. so there's, you know, the, 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 the buyer's going to literally go from, uh, you know, $4.2 million acquisition to, to something north of, of $6 million in, in, you know, 18 months, basically. So, uh, or the seller, I should say. Um, the guy that bought the deal from me, who's now the seller of the asset, is, is going to realize a very significant gain in a very short period of time. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Uh, I am ready. Far All right. Away. <laughs> best ever book you've read? You know, I would say uh, good to great. Best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it? Uh, I interned in college uh, with the Southwestern Company, selling educational books door-to-door, and uh, that was uh, mentally uh, grueling, physically grueling, you know, and... Uh, and emotionally getting turned down all the time, too, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. You just, you, 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 if you can do that, you can, you can really do anything. And, and so I uh, made really every other job that I've done after that uh, seem much easier maybe uh, than, than it should have. What'd you learn from it? Oh man, you know, if, if you're going to, if you're going to be in the, uh, the sales industry, um, you know, Hey, every, every nose one step closer to a yes. And you just, you just got to stick with it. I mean, you know, you're, you have to keep your goals in mind and, and be laser focused on them. And if, uh, if you can do that, then uh, eventually you'll achieve them. Uh, most people uh, will quit, you know, before if they, if they're faced with rejection, uh, most people will quit. And uh, if you want uh, to have results that are not typical of, of what most people are going to achieve, well, then you, you better be willing to do and work harder uh, than most, uh, than most people will work. And, uh, and, and be more diligent than most people will be and all that. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that's the way I, I, I kind of uh, approach it, and I think that's what I really took out of that. Best ever success habit you practice? Uh, consistency, uh, you know, not getting too high on the highs, not getting too low on the lows, you know, showing up every day ready to roll, and, uh, you know, uh, not not taking myself, uh, and I take my business very seriously, but, but I have fun doing it, you know. Um, you know, I, 
you got if you're going to spend a lot of your time doing something, you, you you've got to figure out a way to uh, maximize your enjoyment of what you're doing, and whether it's just really enjoying the people you work with, or, or you know some of the the characteristics of the job, uh, and that that's made all the difference in the world. And you know here I am ten years you know later, the same company doing the exact same thing I was doing ten years ago, and, and you know I get fired up to to go into the office every day just because I love what I'm doing. Best ever deal you've done? Oh. Uh, you know, it, it, as a as a principal, I mean, I've I've you know we've we've bought deals cheap, renovated them, sold them uh, for a considerable you know gain uh, in the marketplace, and and uh, you know just as a, a small deal, you know, uh, we've done some larger ones as well, but you know I think uh, just to relate to some more folks that just. A deal that anybody could do is we bought a little 16-unit deal for $160,000. It was highly distressed and 35, 40% occupied. Uh, we put about $110,000 into the deal, um, so we were all in for 270-ish and uh, sold it about 15 months later for you know for 535. So that was a uh, that was a big success story. And, and you know what, the the guy that bought the deal is getting ready to sell it, and he's continued to to you know, uh, operate the deal very well, and he's about to sell it for you know six fifty or something, you know, something like that. So uh, he's uh, you know he's continued to to stay the course and uh, improve operations, and uh, you know, uh, just because just because you make a, a good deal that you're happy with as a uh, seller doesn't mean that it's not a win for the buyer as well. Nick, what's the best ever place to reach you? Uh, best place to reach me uh, is in my office. You can find me here every day. Uh, it's uh, 972-755-5214. Well, thank you so much, Nick. And you know, with, with your background and your success in uh, the DFW market and also you know, in the surrounding areas, it's great to hear from your perspective on uh, acquisition and the success that uh, can lead from a deal just by getting in the game and hitting that double and not focused on getting that home run right out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, thank you for having me on the show and I would just encourage your, your listeners and I'm sure you have, you know, the full spectrum of from, from very experienced uh, investors to, to people looking to, to do their first deal. But uh, you know, we, we would certainly love to help anyone, uh, you know, kind of make the, the transition into uh, to buying real estate. I, I I have a uh, a group uh, that is part of my team that kind of focuses on smaller assets, and so they they focus on kind of the first time buyers and walking them through that process from from point A to point Z, and then you know certainly we work on on, on larger you know transactions as well. So you know I, I really appreciate the time and uh, and thanks for having me. All right, thanks a lot. Talk to you soon, Nick. Okay, thank you, Joe. Bye. Hey you, best ever listener, do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe.